Welcome to Heart Compass, a podcast that's all about figuring out your own path in life, finding your love and light, and being guided by your intuition through it all. Thank you so much for being here and listening to this. This is the second ever episode of this podcast. And right off the bat, I want to give a little trigger warning for today's episode. Um, I'm going to be talking about body image, binge eating, and just an unhealthy relationship with food and my body. Um, so if that's something you're easily triggered by and you feel like by listening to this um, you're gonna be triggered to endorse in some unhealthy um, patterns or thoughts, then please feel free to skip this episode and come back next week um, because I really just don't want to, you know, be the reason for you to feel bad or to trigger anything. I want to help maybe someone that's going through the same thing and maybe help someone feel less alone in this because I know I can feel really alone with it sometimes and struggling with something like this can be really isolating and yeah um so I just wanted to give you guys a little trigger warning so as I said last week in the first episode I always want to start off my episodes with an inspiring quote that I you know found on Instagram or Pinterest or whatever um you know, that just made me think or inspired me to just widen my perspective on life a little bit. And today's quote goes like this. The mind thinks, the soul feels. The mind is there, the soul is here. The mind is something, the soul is everything. The mind is changing, the soul is forever. The mind seeks, the soul just is. Beautiful. Um, I hope you like that one. Um, yeah, so today, as I said, I am going to be talking about body image and my struggles with my body and food that I have gone through, but just generally, like, kind of telling you a little bit about my story and about my story with modeling and everything. Um, so yeah, I just want to start off with kind of my background and where I'm coming from with all of this. So basically all my life I've always been skinny and tall. And, um, you know, back in the day when I was a little girl, I never thought about food or how my body looked or whatever because I was just always naturally super skinny and you know as a young child you just have a super fast metabolism and I was a ballet dancer growing up so I just you know I, I burned so much because I had like um, ballet lessons four times a week I think um, so I was just constantly like my body was constantly like in super intense um, workouts essentially because ballet is definitely a super intense sport so I always you know ate a lot and I always loved food and 
ever since I can remember, it was never really something I thought about, of course. Um, and then when I was like 12 or 13, I had a little glow up, I'd say. <laughs> that sounds so stupid, but ever since then, since I was like 12 or 13, I was like kind of the ideal of what was socially considered attractive. You know, I was tall, skinny, blonde, blue eyes, just kind of this ideal of attractiveness, let's just say. And, you know, everywhere I went, I was just the skinny, pretty girl. And yeah, I don't know, that was just... It sounds so stupid to say now, and I really, like, the last thing I want to do is brag or anything, but that's what, that was just kind of, that was just my life. Everywhere I went, I was just, you know, the tall, skinny one. And, yeah, food, as I said, was never an issue, and I never really thought about it. I mean, I grew up eating really healthy because my mom is a trained, um dietitian and she really knows a lot about um, using food as medicine and just eating healthy all my life basically that was just part of my life and I never questioned it and it was just always so normal that we ate mostly vegetarian and a lot of veggies and you know organic and everything so yeah all my life I was really healthy and never thought about food or whatever um and yeah, you know, then when puberty hit, I was just kind of this ideal, yeah, that was just kind of how it was. And um, I think when I was like 14 or 15, people started being like, hey, you should model, like you're gonna be a model one day. Have you considered modeling? Like you're tall and skinny and, you know, pretty and blonde and blue eyes. And that was just kind of like everywhere when it was like, yeah, you're going to be a model. So I considered doing that <laughs> definitely. And yeah, it was never really a solid idea. It was just kind of in the back of my mind. And I was like, yeah, right. Modeling <laughs> because I was super awkward. Like I was so um, because I was so tall and skinny and I grew really, really fast, I was kind of one of those, you know, those like golden retriever puppies. They grow like so much in the matter of like two weeks and um, then they're like super awkward and clumsy and that was kind of me. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, right, me and a model. But when I was like 14 or 15, I started really thinking about it. Um, but didn't really act upon it. Um, also because at that time, um, I wasn't really in a phase in my life where it was like, okay, like I'm going to think about my career plans now. It was kind of just, you know, living and going through rough puberty as you do at 14 and 15 <laughs> rough times. Um, and at the time I, um, got together with my 
boyfriend at the time and I was with him for six years but um, we got together when I was 14 and he was really into bodybuilding so at like 15 or 16 I wanted to do that as well and you know on social media those were kind of the times where the whole um, slim thick trend started (laughs) on social media Um, you know, everybody wanted a booty and I feel like that still is very present to this day, but back then it was like, you know, super skinny waist and a really big booty is what you gotta have to be sexy and pretty and to be desired by men. (laughs) And, um, you know, the super self-conscious 15 year old I was I was like yeah I'm gonna get a big booty now my boyfriend was like fuck yeah (laughs) so yeah I started doing fitness and you know going to the gym working out and I basically only trained legs and booty all I was doing was hip thrusts and squats but that was my journey um kind of at the beginning of starting to really think about my body in that way like in the way of okay how does my body look like how can I achieve the perfect body or what can I do to you know just make it better and um, perfect it in a way um yeah I started working out you know I was really happy with it and at that time my metabolism was still pretty fast like I was still naturally really small and skinny and toned um but I was starting to you know build muscle but back then I was always like all right if I do want to build muscle like if I do want to build a booty I gotta eat because yeah, you know, it was super skinny. And if you want to build muscle, you got to be in a caloric surplus. So you got to um, take in more calories than you're burning. That's basically kind of the <laughs> the rule of thumb. Um, and my boyfriend was also like eating crazy amounts of food because he was also trying to, you know, build muscle. And then I was like, all right, I'm gonna do a little bodybuilding phase and just eat 3,000 calories a day. And um, yeah, I definitely started gaining some weight and um, my boyfriend at the time was really happy about it. (laughs) Um, Looking back on it now, I feel like 75% of my motivation for um, working out came from wanting to be sexy for him I think I don't know um definitely not his fault though he was just like yeah you know I like booty and I was like all right let me get you some (laughs) um but yeah so I started gaining a little bit of weight and you know mostly around my booty because that's the only thing I was working out and I was still pretty you know slim and pretty toned um, because I'm naturally like my upper body is naturally pretty muscular and um, yeah you know when I started working out I was pretty toned and um, I was really really happy with my body honestly like that was a time where I was like super super positive about my body yeah so that happened (laughs) and then when I was like 
17, I think, I started doing some random photo shoots with photographers um, and I kind of started modeling. And that was the beginning of that journey. Um, so first, for like the first one to two years, I only did like um, just, you know, unpaid shoots um, just from Instagram. I was basically just, you know, using my Instagram as a portfolio and photographers would just DM me and be like, hey, do you want to shoot? I was like, yeah, sure. So those were my kind of first um, experiences as a model you know and at that time it was like yeah this is fun like I really enjoy doing it and I still actually do but we're gonna get to that in a little bit um but yeah those were kind of my first few experiences and from the beginning I was like yeah no I'm not gonna get an agency because this is just for fun this is just a hobby and something I like to do on the side um and at that time I was, you know, a full-time student. I was in school and um, I was really focusing on school and my boyfriend at that time. It was just school, boyfriend, school, boyfriend, school, boyfriend, and didn't really think much about, um, you know, building a career out of this modeling thing at that time. But then when I was like, 18 um i think i started thinking about getting an agency just because i wanted to make some money basically and i was like okay this is something i'm doing that i'm really enjoying and i know that there is some money in this business and that i could potentially um you know have a little bit of income on the side of school and get a little bit more pocket money so i started looking into it and um for the first year of looking into it i didn't really find anything i mean i was really badly scammed by one like online agency um i can maybe do an episode on that um as well like how to get into modeling and what to look for in an agency and how to basically not be scammed by really sketchy online agencies um which happened to me but um when i was 19 I think so about um two years ago oh my god I'm 21 Jesus Christ um but yeah when I was 19 a modeling agency from my hometown reached out to me over Instagram and they just asked me to you know come in and um just meet with them and basically they cite me right away but at that time i was also in contact with another agency from vienna and um that was kind of the first time that i was confronted with not being skinny enough because before that when i was like just modeling over instagram it was never like a topic like no photographer ever said hey you should lose weight or whatever like I never came in contact with that thought at all um but I was as I said in contact with another agency as well and I applied to them um via email I think yeah and so they 
were really interested in me and they sent me the contract. I signed everything and in the contract um, you had to, you know, fill out your measurements and everything. So as I sent them back the contract that I already signed, um, they were like, yeah, your measurements are not really good. We're not really interested in you anymore as we were just from the photos. So um, we're gonna just um, talk to a few clients of us and just think about it a little more before we officially sign you. And uh, yeah, that was kind of the first time where I was like, wait, I thought I was skinny. Like, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Am I not skinny enough now? So that was the first time I kind of yeah, was hit with that reality of the industry. And at first, I didn't really think about it a lot, I think. So it was not really a big deal at the time. But looking back now, that was kind of the beginning of looking at my body in a negative way or in a way that I was like, okay, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not skinny enough. I'm not enough and you know in this industry there is always 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 gonna be someone who's prettier than you skinnier than you taller than you has better skin than you has a prettier smile than you wider teeth and there's so many things um that are picked apart about a person and things that in like a normal life setting would not matter at all are just looked at so intensely and that's when I kind of started to question myself a little bit um but at that time like honestly it was just in a really like not problematic way or anything it was like not unhealthy yet it was just the first time I thought of myself as not being you know the 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 ideal you know yeah the ideal basically um because you know up until that point I was used to walking into a room and everybody being like Oh my god, how can you eat so much and be so skinny? Oh my god, you're so pretty. Oh my god, I was so jealous of you. Oh my god, blah blah blah. All that bullshit. I was used to that. And then I came into this industry and people were like, well, you're not skinny enough. You're not tall enough. You're not pretty enough. Your hair is not long enough. Or just all those things and that was really honestly shocking to me like I was like what I thought it was pretty <laughs> um but obviously like that's just you know that was just my perspective then and now looking back on it I know that that's stupid but eventually I signed with the first agency I just talked about so the one in my hometown and I was really really happy with them like I still am I am still signed with them um, but in the summer of last year, so, um, I think half a year into being signed with my first ever agency, I was like, hey, I, I like doing this, like, maybe I should get another agency to start working a little bit more, and, you know, I mean, <laughs> this year was, um, 
a really hard one for basically all um, businesses and just, you know, the world in general. So there were not as many jobs as there could have been if the world would have been like in a normal state and everybody would, um, you know, be able to work normally, basically. So, um, but yeah, I was like, hey, I, I, I should try, you know, getting signed with another agency to basically, you know, double the opportunity of working more in this field. So I looked into it again and not because I didn't like my agency or anything, like I still wanted to um, be signed with them. I just wanted, you know, another one. Um, that was my thought back then, but it doesn't really work like that. But, you know, that's another another topic. Um, but yeah, I started looking into it and I found one and they were interested in me and, you know, I sent them photos and Polaroids and they asked me to come into the office and, um, you know, I was super excited, pretty big agency and they have a reputation for having a lot of jobs and because they have been in the business for so long, they do have a pretty wide, um, portfolio of really good clients and yeah so I was really excited um that was in summer 2020 so about six months ago let's say um yeah I went in there and I was really excited um and basically I don't want to go into it too much but what I can say is that I was in there for an hour and basically for the entire hour I was completely picked apart and told by the boss of the agency as well as a model scout that was in the room with him. Um, I was basically told for an hour that I was too fat for this business and I had great potential but the way I looked, like, I could never be a model and I could never make money like that and that I had to lose eight centimeters off my hips. And, um, yeah, that's just absolutely absurd because at that time I was pretty toned. Like, looking back on my body at that specific time when I had that um, meeting with them, I'm like, dude, what? Like, I was skinny. I, I just I just have hips naturally. Like, that's just how my how my bones are. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, they just told me for an hour straight that they had never seen something like this. Like, um, I had a pretty small waist, but my booty was just too big because, you know, of course, I, I, I trained my booty. And if you naturally have, like, a wider um, frame, you're gonna have a few inches on your hips, you know? And, um, yeah, so they just completely picked me apart and were like, yeah you gotta lose a lot of weight and a lot of those inches to be signed with us. And yeah, looking back on that day now, 
Um, that was the start of a really unhealthy journey. Um, didn't know that at the time. At the time, I was like, I was honestly like, I got out of that meeting and I was like, fuck this, like, I'm not gonna lose weight, I trained my booty, I'm super happy with my body, because at the time, I was still so happy with my body, like, I was honestly, did not see anything wrong with it, um, and I was super fit, like, I was just healthy, and I still had a pretty, like, pretty healthy relationship towards food and exercise and everything, like, everything was perfect, And I came out of there and I was like, I'm not gonna ruin my healthy relationship with food and exercise to be signed with this agency. So straight away I was like, yeah, no, not gonna do that. Not gonna lose weight to be signed with them. Period. That was kind of like, that was it. Like there was no question that I was not gonna lose eight centimeters of my hips, which would have been completely impossible. Like I could literally eat nothing for the rest of my life and... I probably wouldn't be able to lose that because, you know, as I said, that's just like my bone structure, basically. Um, But I think even though on the surface I was like, yeah, fuck this, no, this is stupid, I'm not gonna do it, I'm perfect the way I am, I'm not gonna fuck up my, my relationship with food and exercise, deep down, like unconsciously, that meeting with that agency... And the words that they said to me, um, which I don't want to go into because it's just unnecessary. Those words really triggered something in my brain. And basically from that day on, I started to think about food and my body more and more and more every day. And my relationship towards food and my body became more and more and more negative every day. And I started to, I mean, in my agency, I was never like the skinniest one of all of them. Um, so I always, you know, I always had hips, like, but I was still, you know, pretty skinny. But that really doesn't matter right now. Um, what does though is that, it kind of spiraled down this path of restriction, not extreme restriction, but restriction in a way that I was like, okay, so I'm gonna start, you know, intermittent fasting, that's kind of how it always starts, um, I'm gonna try to intermittent fast and not eat after, um, a certain time and only eat at that time and when I'm eating I'm only eating specific things just to get you know into the best shape possible um and I've really honestly like I didn't even notice that that was like that there was something going kind of wrong and I did not notice that ever since that meeting I had that my mindset kind of changed I seriously did not notice that um I kind of realized that looking back on it I think like a month ago or something I was like oh that's what triggered all of that but seriously in the moment I had no clue I had no 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 clue um 
So yeah, for a few months there, um, I started kind of having these really restrictive thoughts and uh, again, trigger warning right now because I'm about to say something that can be really triggering and I don't want you to hear this if you're struggling with this, but in summer when um, all of this kind of restrictive thought pattern started, I was like, I wish I had an eating disorder, like an, an under eating um, disorder, like anorexia or something. I wish I had that because I've always loved food so much that it was really hard for me to restrict. Like, honestly, I was like, I, I love food so much. It's so hard for me to eat so little and to like not eat a burger and donuts twice a week <laughs> because I was used to that you know I, I could always like all my life I, I could always eat whatever I wanted and then I was when I was bodybuilding I was eating so much like I was eating 3,000 to 3,500 3, calories a day and it was fine like that was fun for me and it was it was always like that and then at that time, it was like, it's so hard for me to not do that. Like, I just love food. I just want to eat. And it was really, really hard for me to restrict. And at that time, it was like, oh my God, I just don't have any discipline. And I'm just so lazy. And I'm just not disciplined enough. Um, so, yeah, you know, when you restrict for a long time or... You know, I never, I, I never had, um, looking back on it, I, I, I can honestly say, like, I never had anorexia or anything close to it at all. Like, at all. Because that's definitely a illness and it should be treated like that. And I would never say that I even came close to that. But I definitely did restrict what I ate and obsessively count calories um that's also something I started which was not a good thing at all um but yeah so when you restrict for a long time eventually your body is like dude I can't do it anymore just give me those calories and then you start to binge and if you don't know what Binge eating is, it's basically just extremely overeating in a really mindless way. Like when I would have these binges, I would literally not remember what I ate after it. Like it was so, so out of control and mindlessly that I could not tell you what I just ate after binge and at the beginning it was let's say like once a month then it was like twice a month then it was every week and it was I feel like once or twice a week for a really long time like I would be super restrictive throughout the day and then it was always at night and um you know 
when 8, 9 p.m. rolled around, I was like, oh my god, I'm so hungry. And then I started just eating absolutely everything I found. Um, you know, a full loaf of bread and just just completely random stuff that I didn't even enjoy. Like, it was not even enjoyable. I was not hungry. I was not craving any of these foods. It was just to, to eat and... As I said, I usually just couldn't even remember what I ate during a binge. Um, But yeah, it became more frequent. And when it became more frequent, um, it was like twice a week, three times a week, four times a week. Until basically that happened almost every night. And almost every night I would go to bed feeling so sick and so disgusting and shameful and I absolutely hated myself for it and of course I started gaining weight at the beginning it was just a little bit you know it was just a little bit on my thighs and I was like okay if I you know if I start really like exercising really hard again and just eating healthy again like that will go away in a few days like that was no problem But, you know, as it became more frequent, um, I started gaining a lot of weight. And that went on for a few weeks. And um, yeah, then one day I had a job, a modeling job. And I was there and I was not able to fit into any of the clothes that were on the set and that was hard man that was not fun like imagine not feeling good in your body anyway and then walking into a room full of like 10 strangers completely stripping down to your underwear then having clothes put on to you by someone that you don't know and then not being able to fit into them and then just being like yep that's not gonna work what are we gonna do now yeah and then another time at a job um two days after the job the client i think called my agency and was like hey her measurements are not there anymore like she does not look like what she looked like on the on the portfolio and on her you know on on your set card you basically have your measurements and a few photos and those measurements were definitely not true anymore and those experiences definitely made everything worse and with every experience like that like whenever someone even in my like personal life like every time just one word was told to me about my body or that i had gained weight or if i was good or hey you don't look too healthy or hey those jeans are really tight or you know stuff like that that people don't mean in like a negative way even or 
like, hey, your booty has gotten juicier or whatever. <laughs> Those are just some examples that I have in my mind right now. Um, and those were just comments from people that genu genuinely love me and that, you know, I love them. But at that moment, it just made everything worse. And um, yeah, a few weeks ago, I was like at the lowest point I had been with all of this. Um, I had no motivation or energy to do anything like the last few weeks were really really tough and I was really struggling to get up in the morning and I just felt really gross and ugly and just yeah you know those days when you just feel like shit yeah it was like that for me for a couple of weeks um but right now I realized something and I think I found my cure to all of this see right now I am at the heaviest weight I have ever been at and I mean I haven't like weighed myself but I, I, I feel it I see it I can definitely tell in the mirror and in the way that none of my pants fit me anymore. <laughs> um, I'm at the heaviest weight I've ever been at right now, and I'm the unfittest I have been all my life. And I also just cut my hair and dyed it red. So I'm so far from conventionally hot and pretty right now. I'm not tall and skinny and blonde anymore the only thing that's left now is my blue eyes and those are really not that blue so <laughs> I'm just I, I'm not that one skinny pretty friend anymore like when I walk into a room I'm not that is gonna sound so fucking stupid and I'm so sorry but like right now when I walk into a room I'm not the prettiest anymore and people don't tell me, like, oh my god, how can you eat so much? Like, you're so skinny. Nobody has told me that in a really long last time. Um, so, I realized why all of this had to happen to me. And right now I'm gonna just show you a voice memo I took a few days ago after I got back from a run that I managed to go on at 7.30 in the morning. That was like a big, big step for me because I just have not had any energy to do any kind of working out or especially running. Um, and that was a really big step for me and I got back from that run, took an ice cold shower and I was like, oh my god, I'm taking my life back into my own hands right now. And after that I had a realization and I just want to play the voice memo for you because I don't think I can accurately describe what I realized right in that moment. So yeah, I'm just going to play that for you right now. 
and don't mind how chaotic it feels um because it really was like it was just spare of the moment i had this realization and i just wanted to you know get it out and um basically save it and that's what i did i just kind of feel like my worth was always defined by my looks ever since i was like i don't know man when did i have my little glow up or whatever i mean it was like that as a kid too but that i feel like that didn't matter as much but ever since i was like 12 13 or something um you know i was like conventionally very pretty and you know blonde tall skinny very skinny tanned and it was like, you know, I was kind of this perfect ideal. And ever since then, like, that defined who I was. And that defined how other people saw me and how I saw myself. Like, that was the, the main focus that I was attractive. <laughs> and that I was like this ideal of of a girl or not a woman yet, definitely not. But... <laughs> Yeah, that just kind of defined me all my life. And I think the reason why I developed this binge eating and had the sudden urge to cut my hair and diet and everything was to get to know myself on another level, like on a deeper level, because I saw myself as this like conventionally hot and pretty and perfect girl when really it was just how other people saw me and I think that's kind of the 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 reason why I did all that and why all that happened because, well, I didn't decide on any of it. It was just, you know, it just came up, especially with binge eating. It was just, you know, I mean, it was triggered by something for sure, but I needed that. Like, <laughs> no matter how bad I felt during it and right now after my weight gain, I needed that. Like, right now... To overcome all of that, I have to really get to know myself on that deeper level and not have like any, like not be tied to anything external and just get to know me for me and not for what I look like. So I'm really grateful for the binge eating disorder, the weight gain, my sudden urge to cut my hair in a really ugly way. <laughs> <laughs> because right now I have the chance to really, really get to know myself. And when I know myself, you know, I, of course, I'm going to get back to being healthy again. That's for sure. Right now, I'm not really healthy. That's the problem. But I'm not going to focus on what I look like anymore. I'm just going to focus on how I feel and being the best version of myself. And ultimately, the best version of myself is like really fit and pretty skinny because I'm naturally tall and not skinny, but just, you know, slim. 
and athletic. Like I, I naturally have a pretty athletic body. Like I'm pretty muscular and, and, and toned naturally, but you know, that's not, that's not the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is to really know myself on a deeper level and have that super mindful approach to everything and really listen to myself and what I need and what I want because when you don't know yourself you don't know what you want and I think that's what I'm feeling right now I'm feeling so like lost and not right now but I did feel that for a long ass time like I was so lost and didn't know what to do and what I actually wanted Of course I didn't know what I wanted because I didn't know myself. Like, if you don't know someone, you don't know what they want, of course. So right now, the weight gain and everything is just a chance to really get to know myself and to overcome it and be the best version of myself. But first, I have to focus on really getting to know myself. Yes. So, yeah, that was that. As I said, really chaotic, but... The point of it is that I'm grateful for this weight gain. I'm grateful for struggling with binge eating. I'm grateful for experiencing all of this. Like, no matter how awful I feel sometimes right now when I look into the mirror, no matter how disgusting and gross I felt after every single binge no matter how bloated I was how sick I felt how much I wanted to just never get up again I am so grateful right now because it is giving me a chance to really get to know myself on that deeper level with no ties to anything external like I've always defined myself in that way. I defined myself through what I looked like and that I was always that, you know, that the pretty one. I defined myself as that. Like, how crazy is that? And I, I, right now, I'm not that anymore. I'm not at all. I'm not the pretty one anymore. Like... It's it's so stupid to say this, but, you know, I felt like that for so long. And right now I kind of have to get used to, you know, not being that anymore. But that is giving me the chance to show people what I can offer. Like all my life, I was always like, why do people not care what's in my head and what I have to say? People just care about, you know, what I look like. And it was always like, all right, she's pretty, you know, that's it. You don't have to prove yourself anymore. That's fucking pretty privilege right there for you. This is so real. And I, I swear to God, I mean, I'm super grateful for it, but I never had the chance to prove myself, to prove myself in a way that's focused on my talents and my thoughts and my experience of life like I was never asked how how do you feel about this like what are your thoughts and what are you planning on doing with your life and just all those things that I don't know you just don't have to prove yourself when you're conventionally pretty and 
now I do. And it's fucking amazing. I have had extremely amazing conversations since then. And I have had those all my life. But right now, I just feel like when I meet new people, they don't just see the conventionally pretty girl. They see someone with passion, with humor, with big goals, with a desire to travel and and experience life to the fullest and that's who I want to be I don't want to be the pretty one I don't want to be the skinny one like I don't give a a, 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 yeah about that right I I don't care about that at all and now I I finally have the chance to you know (laughs) really get to know myself what I want who I am Besides all of the external stuff, I really want to get to know myself on a super, super deep level. And that's what all of that struggle has brought into my life. And I just want to emphasize that to you. Like, even if you're struggling so hard right now, and even if in the moment you feel terrible and it sucks so bad and you feel the worst you've ever felt in your entire life and even if you're struggling so hard that you feel like you're never gonna get out of it you are gonna get out of it and you are gonna be grateful for those struggles one day trust me like even if you can't see it right now and even if you can't see any possible good reasoning behind it one day you are gonna get out of it and you're gonna look back on it and be like oh That's why I experienced that. That's why I had to go through all those struggles to be the person I am today and to be able to have this new perspective in life. Like, essentially, everything you go through just gives you a wider perspective. That's that's kind of the bottom line of life. Like, you go through shit, you experience something, and then you have a wider range of thought basically and that's amazing and yeah I just really wanted to tell you that whatever you're going through there is a reason for it just just trust me trust me one day you're gonna realize why you have to go through all of those struggles right now and especially when it comes to you know food and exercise and body image and this kind of perfectionism we were trained to have towards our outer appearance please don't punish yourself for just just basically your body being like hey I want to live <laughs> like let, let me live give me the things I need to function properly don't no you're not just not disciplined enough you're not just lazy you are a human and you need to fuel yourself and Ultimately, the goal with all of this, you know, with eating and everything and with exercise is to just do it intuitively. 
like with everything like the bottom line is always to follow your intuition to eat intuitively to work out intuitively to just live every day through your inner guidance because your body knows when it's hungry your body knows when it's full your body gives you the signs you just have to listen to it and i'm definitely very much so in the beginning of learning to trust my intuition again and especially with all this body image stuff and everything like i just had that realization that i played for you earlier i just had that like a few days ago like i'm still in the stages of you know figuring this out and healing my relationship towards food and my body but I feel like I'm going into the right direction and I'm on the path with it that I need to be on to get healthy and happy again. And I've been running in the mornings ever since I had that realization and I did it today as well. And for example, yesterday I got up at 7.30 to run and today I wanted to do that as well, but I was just so tired and my body was like, no, you need to sleep. So I slept a little longer and first I was like, oh my God, I wanted to go for a run at 7.30 and now it's 9.30 and I haven't gone on my run yet. I'm an absolute failure. But no, I'm not. My body just needed to sleep. Like, <laughs> I'm just a human. Like, you do not need to be perfect. The only thing you need to be is trying trying your best and trying your best not for everyone else and for the external but trying your best for yourself and for your own purpose because essentially when you are you know your your highest self and you're the best version of yourself that's when you can give back to the world And that's when you can spread and share your love and light. And that's what it's all about, essentially, honestly. Um, but yeah, I hope this helped you in any way, shape or form. And if you've never struggled with anything like this and you have no idea what I'm talking about, maybe... This can inspire you to look out for some other people and maybe be a little more sensitive with this topic. And if you feel like someone is struggling with something like this, um, there are many different resources that you can reach out to. And if you are struggling yourself with any kind of body image issues or struggling with food or anything of that sort really don't be afraid to reach out to someone like it doesn't have to be like a therapist right away or anyone but just just say something like you're not weak or bad for struggling with this this is normal this is okay like we live in a world where that's sadly just a big part of our reality 
you are beautiful and worthy just the way you are right now. And that idea of perfection and that ideal we run after, it's not real. Like, it's not, it's just not real. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is that you feel good and that you are excited to get up in the morning and that you're excited for your future and for what your life is gonna throw at you in the future and just to just live like it's okay to just live you got this you're beautiful you are amazing you have so much to offer to this world completely regardless of what you look like you have so much in you that you could give to the world so just focus on that and let go of all those expectations the world has for you because the only thing that really matters is what you can bring to this world to make it a better place and that's usually not anything external so yeah oh my god this was a very intense episode and really really vulnerable for me um that was not easy but as i said i hope to maybe help you or inspire you in some way shape or form but i hope you liked this episode and if you did i would love for you to come back and maybe follow this podcast if you liked it i have a lot of fun episodes planned and If you want to follow me on my other platforms, I put my YouTube channel and my Instagram account in the show notes. And um, yeah, if you feel like you need someone to talk to, my DMs are always open, especially if you have anything to say about this topic that I spoke about today. And if you feel like you just need to reach out to someone and talk to someone, I'm always here, so you're never alone. Never forget that. But yeah, I'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have a great rest of your night or day or whenever you're listening to this. I love you. You are amazing and have so much to offer and I hope to see you next time. Bye bye.